0: Welcome Cosmic Toolbox. So this is the weekly forecast for the week of May 23rd. And I am going to cut right into it because we have a lot to talk about. But first, I want to remind everyone to please listen to the workshop if you have access to it. It runs through everything. Um, It's more of an in-depth season Um, overview, but it runs through everything we're up against this week and next week. And so in a lot more detail than I can give in a weekly forecast. So just reminding you that if you have the full subscription, you have access to that workshop. It's been posted and you should listen to it. It has a lot of good information that's much more in depth than we can do here. Now, um, today, Sunday, May 23rd, Saturn has moved into retrograde, and then the moon is now void, of course, until 11 p.m. when the moon goes into Scorpio. At the same time, the moon is square Pluto for a while, and... This is one of those aspects that has us dredging in the depths. We're looking at transformation, resurrection, radical change, purification, a lot of magical occult stuff will be ever present in the human consciousness. Um, it's shadow work time friends. It's Pluto retrograde. We are doing lots of retro, like Pluto retrograde shadow work until October, and then we'll get dumped into another eclipse season. And so it's just a good time to remember that when you're working with the energies, there's always energy available to do the work. It's a good reminder that it's never ending, right? There are good seasons to do things, but all seasons work. Um, this is another concept when you get into doing rituals, full moon rituals, new moon rituals, celebrating the seasons, topics that we cover in depth and spiral, you get into doing these things and you can get really legalistic really quickly because colonization is legalistic and colonization's legalism is not necessary in spirituality and in connecting to the rhythms and feeling the feels of the earth that you walk on. And so release some of that energy, like, oh, I have to do this work because right now is the best time. All the time is the best time. Anytime you have is the best time. And right now we have energies that are ripe for getting at some deep stuff, But the deep stuff's going to come up and out of you if it's time. You really can't run right now. With this Saturn retrograde, Saturn is going to be going back over a lot of the stuff that's gone on between now and back in February, you know, the beginning of February. If you've had a lot of drama unfold between February and now, you're going to keep going over some of these themes. And it's not because you're paying attention spiritually. It's because you're living your life and we live our lives in a rhythm and we always have, and we always will, and we can't escape those rhythms. And if you live in the South, you may not have the same weather in the change of seasons, but you can feel certain shifts. You can feel it when you get out in nature, you can see the way the light hits the trees. You can see the way that people are responding to their environment. You can see the herbs that are growing. They're there to heal the people of the area of the region. And so we're in sync all the time, whether we want to be or not, whether we're aware of it or not, our bodies are sinking to the earth's rhythm on the back end all the time. So take a deep breath. We're going to collectively align ourselves to that because the Saturn retrograde and Pluto retrograde, these are things that happen all the time. And so what can we do? The, the, the energy is just right to shift some things. So what can we do that isn't tense (laughs) and what can we do? Um, And I should say, I have some really positive placements with the energy right now. So it's easy for me to say, although I do have a tiny little uh, stellium in Sagittarius that, you know, been keeping my eye on just because I do know that eclipse seasons impact me. I'm impacted by the moon intensely. So if that's you and you also have a lot of energy um, come up and around your life in the full moon, then you should just expect it. It might be your cancer placements. It might be your Sagittarius, could be your Gemini, but you just breathe. You remember you inhale love, you exhale gratitude and you move forward. So starting tomorrow, we are already... A normal full moon, we feel three to five days in either direction. This is a super moon. So five to seven days is normal for a super moon. And eclipses can be like three times the power and significance of a full moon. And so you really do feel it earlier than Anything else, in my opinion, when the moon moves into Scorpio tonight around 11 p.m. Eastern, the world will be feeling this eclipse. Scorpio is the usherer in of this eclipse. I mean, not to say the eclipse happens in the first part of Sagittarius where Scorpio's energy still has an impact. And so I expect to see a lot of scorpion like um, themes come up on Monday. I would no doubt um, expect everyone to be feeling it come tonight. And into tomorrow, there could be some tension. We have Venus, semi sextile Mars. It is one of those aspects that's been with us for a couple of days already. Nothing new since Friday, right? It's been peaking. It's good for romance and socializing. It's a good time to do the work, right? If you have a side gig, if you got a Hustle. If you have a passion project, it's a good time when Venus is in a positive aspect to Mars as it is right now. It's a good time to get it moving, especially when we have such an interesting um, flow going on with where Venus is. Right. Venus is in Gemini and um, it works well with Mars in Cancer. Right. It can get a little bit more done. Uh, So it's a good time. And then Tuesday, the moon will move into Sagittarius, which is where it will be during the eclipse. And so we will for sure, for sure, for sure, be feeling this eclipse come Tuesday night, uh, Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern lunar eclipse, total super moon, blood moon, all the names, right? Total lunar eclipse happening at five degrees Sagittarius. It can cause some wild tests. I listen (laughs) <laughs> Listen, Linda, look. Okay, so just a little bit of story time. When we have an eclipse, when we have a when we have a lunar eclipse, the moon is in its glory, right? So it has spent, all that time since the new moon, since it's dark phase, building energy and building energy and in illumination and us here on earth, we feel it. We know it. We can tell it's becoming more and more full. We can feel the illumination in our emotions and in our energy. And so what happens with a total lunar eclipse is it's completely blocked, right? The illumination from the sun completely cuts off from the moon. The earth you know, all the things. (laughs) So when we, when we have this, I'm trying to explain it without you guys having a diagram. Um, but when you have this lunar eclipse, right? So the sun is still shining. The sun doesn't go anywhere. The earth is in the way the moon cannot get there. Um, get, cannot get the illumination? And so then it's completely in the dark when we have situations like that. Um, the moon is suddenly cut off. It's void of love. It's void of vitality. It's void of attention. It's void of feeling fulfilled. It's void of all of these intense illumination things that took all this time to build. This isn't a normal period of time. It's like if you have spent all winter long being alone and in your house and cold. And a lot of us in the North aren't understanding this analogy. And then you finally get to spring and summer and it's raining and it's dark and it's cold and it's gray. It's like, this isn't the time for this, um, that kind of energy, except for that during every season, we have eclipses. We know they're coming. It's all the time. Um, you know, twice a year, at least sometimes three, we know eclipse seasons are coming. These are things we work with in the same way that you could not align with the lunar rhythms and still demonize one cycle of that lunar rhythm. All cycles are here for us. And just like all emotions should be experienced with the same enthusiasm as joy. All lunar cycles have their gifts and and eclipse season has its gifts. It happens so frequently. It's something you can set your watch to literally. So you want to understand that and not freak out and not get wild. Remember there are intense things that will come up. It comes up for some people every year around the same time, I would almost guarantee that they're cancers or Leos, right? We all know a cancer or a Leo that seems to be like having a crisis every couple months. And we could point to these eclipse seasons, right? It is when the energy is most likely to happen. So this is the thing that you want to just remember. And, And with the lunar nodes changing every 18 months, the North node is the direction our world is heading. The South node represents the traits we need to, you know, own the things we already mastered, and the things we need to leave behind. So with this full eclipse being in Sagittarius, we have to remember that Sagittarius can be a lot of amazing things, that mutable fire ruled by Jupiter, enthusiastic, romantic, adventurous, free-spirited, can also be flighty, can also take too many risks, can also be too bullheaded. Just certain things can get in the way for Sagittarius really quickly. We want to own the good stuff. We want to drop the other stuff like it's hot. Now, when we are, you know, working through our own personal birth charts, you want to take a look at what do you have in Cancer? What do you have in Sagittarius? What do you have in Gemini? You want to look at what house the eclipse is taking place in your birth chart to give you some clues as to how this will show up. most likely in your life. And so what you want to think about is how will Sagittarius traits, because remember also with the lunar cycles, with the full moon, you really want to utilize all of the really high intensity that's building up before the moon goes full. You want to use that to manifest and to create abundance and to work on creation, creation, creation. And at the Hour where the moon starts to wane, you want to work on banishing. You want to work on cutting the things that no longer serve you. You want to work on protection. You want to work on anything like that. The the big huge eclipse. That's a time where if you want to get some energy off your life, that's the time to do a ritual. If you want to get protections up and cut hooks, cords, and strings that people um, are putting on you that's the time to do it. So you want to make sure that you're utilizing this energy. You're working with it. Um, and watch yourself, you know, Sagittarians can be so blunt and independent and impatient. Uh, So just work on that, right? Show, let yourself see where it comes up. Another aspect of a total lunar eclipse that I love. I love void of course periods. I love in between phases. I love in between um, seasonal holidays. I'm an in between kind of gal. It's the fae in me. So I really love lunar eclipses. Not a huge fan of solar eclipses when they're happening above me. But when they're happening somewhere else in the world, I, I work with them as well. So the lunar eclipses, what I like is I feel like, um, you know, this total lunar eclipse, it gets at you to where you are fully charged. Right. And you unplug and then everything around you goes dark and you get to see how bright you are right? You get to see how bright you are without all that sun's illumination beating on you. Where are your emotions at all on their own? You have all this energy. You're all charged up. You know, it's not the new moon. You're not all exhausted. You you're charged. And so that, that uh, vitality is gone for a minute. How are you, how are your energy levels? We all know people that are very watery Raise his hand, right? Scorpio Pisces, uh, a lot of it. Um, when there is, a lot of moon illumination. I'm like super happy. I get things done. I'm moving, 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 moving. That moon charges me when it is new. I am low energy. I'm exhausted. I cannot get anything done. That's me. So I need to work on my vitality. And so during this eclipse, I'll get to see like, how am I feeling? How am I holding? What's that energy like? So just be mindful that this is a good wake-up call. It's a time to get rid of things that need getting rid of. It's time to work on things that are worth working on and Saturn's watching. What are you working on? Um, But there's a lot of really icky stuff attached to this eclipse. So it's the biggest, uh, you know, energetic theme of the week. And you need to be careful. You need to watch your delusions, your self-delusions, your conspiracy, occult, you know, addiction is not a good thing this week. You, it will be illuminated. I mean, not that addiction is ever a good theme, but, um, if you are a numbing kind of person, you want to watch it. And this isn't the, this isn't the time. Um, we have a lot of misunderstandings and confusions that are getting ready to set on course. Like currently Mercury is going to be squaring off with Neptune during the eclipse. And then, just after the eclipse, Mercury goes retrograde on the 29th. And so confusion and deception and all of the stuff that Mercury square Neptune could end up being a little bit um a lot of bit uncomfortable last till June 9th. Again, a lot of this I went to more in depth during the workshop. Venus square Neptune. could be odd. <laughs> it could be okay, right? Watch the workshop. Um, but this moon could just bring up a lot, it could bring up a lot. And if you're a Sagittarius, My advice to you and Gemini, but more Sagittarius because there's some real intense, uh, fixed star placements, watch your decision-making. Don't quit your job. Don't get divorced. Don't make any rash hair decisions. Don't like sell your house. If you weren't already planning on doing it, if you are for sure, unless you are for sure, you don't want it back. Right? So don't leave your spouse unless you're for sure that you're not going to want them back don't quit your job unless you're for sure. This feels like those decisions are just going to be signed, sealed, and delivered. No backsies. So just be really careful with that kind of energy. Beware. Um, keep your wits about you all, all week long, but especially um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, especially around that, that major eclipse energy. You know, and when, when you when you get into the energy of what everything's going to feel like this week and you start to test things out, you also want to remember um, if you've got Leo in you, and I notice this all the time during lunar eclipses. You know, we tend to say that the solar eclipses affect Leos and the lunar eclipses affect Cancers. I find Leos can have a real hard time during lunar eclipses because they need that spotlight and they need to shine their light onto people. And when their light is cut off from reaching the people, it's like they panic and think nobody likes them too. It's funny. So just keep, if you have a lot of Leo, keep an eye on that. Basically, no matter who you are, when you were born or what your birth chart looks like, keep an eye on your self-esteem. It could get wonky this week. Everybody likes you. Nobody hates you. I think it's John Mullaney that did that bit that said, um, if, if you think everybody hates you take a nap. And if you hate everybody have a snack. <laughs> that's, and so that's what Kira and I remind everybody in the house. We're the water elements, right? We're always like, if you think everyone hates you, take a nap. And if you hate everyone, you need a snack. And that is a good theme for this week. And double check and triple check and quadruple check because Mercury is getting ready to go retrograde and already in a real weird, wonky position with Neptune. And so um it would be good to just be prepared everyone have a beautiful week. Use this energy. You can't hide from it. You can't hide from eclipses back, back when your ancestors didn't have the tools, they would think of this as this crazy ominous time they would be watching it if it was above them you know they would go inside or if they'd be in the fields you know they would they would take cover they would watch this the time when the night the sky the the day goes black or when the moon is occluded, and they would pray and they would hope that the light would return um And so think about how easy we have it. We know the light's coming back. It's not even terror anymore, right? We know, we know it's coming. It's such a good reminder that the light always returns. The light always returns. And so um, if it gets dark for you this week, the light is coming. Just remember that we have tools now. We know the light is coming. We can depend on it. Have a beautiful, beautiful week. Let me know how you're doing in discord. And I will talk to you all soon.